Welcome to the Edge of the Sticker podcast with Brad and Bobby Frank. Hey, Bob. Hi, Brad. Have you ever had that creative block where you have this dialogue going on inside your head and it interferes with your ability to focus, to lose yourself in the moment? or to really be present. It happens every now and then uh, when I'm playing the drums or trying to write or do anything creative. And it really takes effort to turn it off and to let yourself say, just play, just be in the moment and let whatever it is that wants to come out, out. So I do often think to myself, you know, just shut up and play <laughs> or just, just write, just turn it off and write. You know what I mean? Yeah. That idea of, um, you know, kind of just, just play. It, it's sort of the same way with just sleep. You know, when you're thinking about, um, you wake up at three in the morning and you've got those, those thoughts and whatever catastrophizing you're doing and trying to figure out the, the way to solve all of your problems. And, and you know, intellectually, there's no way that's going to happen. I mean, you don't have access at three in the morning to, to much, right. <laughs> you know, you don't have access to the people that you might have to talk to, to solve whatever the problem is. And you don't have access to your best thinking because you're groggy. And even though it feels like, you know, you're, you're awake, you're just not, seeing things as realistically. Um, but when you can just let those thoughts go, acknowledge that they're there, you get mm -hmm. it. Um, the clouds in the sky, watching them go just like that. You don't have to, don't have to acknowledge them. You don't have to engage with them. You just sort of realize this is part of what's happening. Um, one of the things that I, I try to think about at times like that is, Instead of I've got to go back to sleep or counting down the hours until I know I'm going to wake up and then reverse engineering the number of hours of sleep I'm not going to get and being <laughs> upset about how tired I'm going to be because I'm up now and not sleeping is, yeah. is I try to reframe it from instead of trying to think about getting back to sleep, it's just try to rest. Yeah. And rest is, is less specific. It's, um, you know, if I can lay there and just breathe and be calm, that counts as rest. And as I get more involved in or feel better about the fact that, okay, I'm doing that, more often than not, I just end up falling asleep. Right. So some of that is just recharacterization of, of what your experience is. Because if, we, if, if I focus on the negative, the, the catastrophe, then that just makes me more tense and my heart beats faster and you know i can feel the anxiety but if i'm instead reframing it as okay well just try to rest um that comes a little bit easier one because it's not as hard just in general you know you don't it's not doesn't seem quite as um, binary a one or a zero yeah. but it's um it's like okay i can i can lay here for a while i can even close my eyes and it, when something starts to bubble up again i can go back to the breathing. And that just seems to soothe things a little bit. I, I guess, honestly, it's like with anything where you get in your own head and you lose the flow. 
So I don't think it matters if you're doing, if you're exercising or playing music or doing your job or writing or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think it's sort of like a clog in a pipe and it's, it just prevents the flow, the literal flow in, in that situation of whatever's in the pipe to get from point A to point B. And, um, you know, some of it squeaks by and, or otherwise the pressure builds up. And at some point, either the pipe explodes or it pushes the clog through. Right. And so, um, you you figured out a way to, to push the clog through yeah. the, the explosion, which is what we fear that everything's just going to kind of deteriorate and go to, you know, become terrible and unmanageable and everything that we know in our life will now be forever changed. Um, you know, that doesn't happen very much. <laughs> right. Uh, it happens. <laughs> and, and good, good that it doesn't. Uh, are there examples of times where that has happened to people? Sure. And, and maybe you can see in, you know, individual, in, in each of our individual lives, examples of that. But the frequency of that's really, really yeah. low. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're not scared of it. And it doesn't mean it doesn't create that anxiety. But this is, you know, it's a bear and a squirrel thing again. Um, it's probably a squirrel that we're reacting to as a bear. Mm. And we just got to get back to just the really next step chop wood carry water basics of what the moment demands and if we can just get back in that moment then we kind of get swept away again the clog goes away the flow is back and we're doing what we need to do yeah what, what was it on um this is us that tv show yeah they used to play that game you know what's the worst thing that could happen oh yeah yeah um and the goal of that, of course, is to then realize, okay, it's highly unlikely that it's going to happen rather than to have it be, create like a worm in your ear that you can't get rid of. that just keeps coming over and over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What they call it, the the worst that can happen or worst case scenario or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I, I think the thing about that that was the most helpful in a, in a practice sort of a, a way, like a go forward, put it into your life sort of a way, was that it allowed you to talk about it with the person that you're close to. Instead yeah. of having all of these thoughts that are going on in your head, that just it's the echo chamber of yourself. And the only check that you have on it is your ability to detach or you know get into the moment. When you talk about it with somebody else, I mean, there can be laughter that's involved with it, or there can be that kind of sense of um, we can do this together, you know, joining together, even mm -hmm. if it's the worst case. And and then it doesn't feel quite as intimidating because part of what, you know, you fear losing often is the important people in your life too, right? That you're going to disappoint them or be, do something to um, alienate them or, or, or however that might look. But if you're talking with somebody about these worst case scenarios and they can reinforce, you know what, I'm here with you, you know, we'll, we'll join together and make it happen. If it were to ever get to this highly improbable outcome, we'll figure it out. And then there's that, that, um, strength in numbers yeah. and that feeling of, of, okay, if you'll be okay. It puts it into perspective, uh, sort of what you're facing and what you, what could really happen. And maybe when you say it out mm -hmm. loud, it might seem ridiculous that you're even thinking that it, yeah. that it could happen uh, in that way. It's a good coping skill, right? Yeah. 
There were a lot of good coping skills in This Is Us. I think that show must have been written by psychologists. Well, we're going to have to cut this episode of the podcast short this week, uh, thanks to some audio problems that have surfaced. But we hope you enjoyed the discussion, and we'll see you again next week.